Did you hear? Mm. Did you hear? Did I hear what? Oh my goodness. If so, you know Owen Strayan, right? Oh, what are we doing? No, I'm just saying. Why? No, wait. I, I was just saying. All right, go ahead. Oh, so he told uh, Spotify that if we don't take, <laughs> if they don't take down our podcast, oh really? That that he is going to start releasing rap albums. <laughs> so so we're he, off. He, there's an ultimatum. They uh, so Spotify removed us. Yeah, because they want his rap career to really get going. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds like a good idea. What do you think? I don't. I don't understand you sometimes. What, what is there not to understand? I uh, just don't. I don't understand I, you. You're not, you don't need to understand me. You just need to love me. I, I'm. Well, that's just it. I'm struggling to understand why I love you. Okay, but you do love me. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm struggling to understand why you love yeah, me yeah, yeah, yeah. means you do love me. That's all I need. Yeah, you mm-hmm. win this round. Yes. Yeah, you, yeah, you <laughs> definitely won. Yeah, that, that's, Excelsior. A, <laughs> that's a victory on your end. <laughs> I don't even know what Excelsior means. I should look that up. I keep saying it today. Excelsior. Uh, okay. You're talking the Stan Lee thing? Yeah, well, yeah. He's the guy that signed his uh, emails that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's used in the names of hotels, newspapers, and other products to indicate superior quality. Mm. <laughs> Should we start signing off that way? Excelsior! I th- uh, you know, why not? Why not? I, I, I kind of like that. That's a good yeah. word. That's a good word. I'm good with us not yeah. doing oh, okay. that. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just, totally fine with us not doing that. Don't grow. It. Don't evolve. Don't change. It's fine. <laughs> Where, did I mention... Man, okay. So today I was preaching. Yes. And, you know, I got my notes. So it's just like one page of notes, half sheet of paper. And uh, did I mention evolution versus pneumatology? No. Okay. So in the first, and I, I th- that was not in my notes. And I was like, oh, I should, I should do that again. So, so what I was saying was, is uh, I, I, was, I was trying to impress upon our church and our tribe in general that we are generally negligent when it comes to pneumatology. Yes. And we're a little suspicious of the Holy Spirit. Don't, when be, we suspicious, be. Don't, don't be, be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be. <laughs> um, so uh, I said, and I gave some reasons why I think it's a fair conclusion for me to draw. And I go, and I gave another one. I said, hey, look, um, when I was uh, a new Christian, all through the 90s when I was in Bible college and seminary, all the churches were spending tons of money and lots of hours on teaching their youth to combat the theory of evolution mm. with creationism. Mm. Lots of effort. They really poured into them. Yeah, yeah. And not one, not one series on pneumatology. <laughs> and I'm not saying don't we should teach the kids apologetics and you know, and if that's a if that's a battle you want to take up, fine. Uh but but like yeah, that that that's all I need to know to know like oh you kind of disregarding one of the most amazing gifts that we have which is the Holy Spirit, uh, and I just realized I didn't say that and the oh, man you, you did I not need, say no. it in the second sorry okay. buddy mm. oh so, the first service went up though you said I did oh. first service went up okay good so we first record service went up two sermons but usually they go with the second one because you know but I, there were, there was some recording issues mm, okay it wasn't my fault no of course not. Because I let you touch that. I'm not no. on the AVT. No, your fingers, man. You don't have nimble fingers no. for those little uh-uh. fine, delicate instruments. Nope. Don't no. touch it. Mm-mm. Don't touch it. Yeah. I actually made a conscious effort or a conscious decision, I should say, mm-hmm. when we moved here in 2012 that I was not doing AV ever again. <laughs> Did you used to do it? Yeah. Oh, look at that. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Hated it. Oh, yeah. Hated it. Why? Just hated it. You know what? You know The, the bad part about AV is nobody cares, nobody says thanks, nobody says boo until there's a mistake 
and then you hear then about you get it. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then people turn like what the heck i'm like what do you what do you the guy hit the button what do you want me to do yeah I, i'm sorry i'm sorry we were only able to go 322 days this year without this mistake <laughs> now it's finally happened everybody turn around i'm so sorry that the pastor didn't understand go ahead and turn it back on it was off and i was just talking oh, yeah, to listen, it i'll tell you right now and that's bad turn, av yeah. bad av you you never have the speaker touch that stuff that should be on and you should have it muted on your end mr av no yes not that yeah no Every, absolutely nope happened to you just this last weekend. No, not this weekend. First of all, I don't even know what Texas. You're what happened? Remember the guys like you got to turn it on when we were doing uh, uh, Q and A. Oh yeah, that was a that was a that was a microphone that I was holding in my hand. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, it, hand mic. It, what? Yeah, it, turn it on. Turn it off. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, I thought you were talking about like the mics that you wear when you're preaching. No, no, yeah, that's that, always on. Yeah. You mute. Yeah, I was gonna say. No, all, no, right. No. all right. See so context, yeah. Jimmy. You didn't have it. You didn't explain it. You gotta paint the picture. I literally said, and oh, hold on. You're the one that has better context than anybody else because I did this. Yeah, the, but you would do that on a pack too that you would wear on your side. No, you would do this. Yeah, say now. See, no, no, no. no there's don't a difference. Even, you're just trying to you're trying to difference. squirm out of being uh -huh. an inarticulate mess. So yeah, I said no more, no more AV, <laughs> yeah. no more video. I'm not Good. doing the video anymore. The video Good. feeds, the video recordings. Yeah. It's a, it, it's an important video job. Editing. It's so important, and we really love and value uh, the people that do that. But um, yeah, oh, it, yeah, I would I never want to. God for them. Not me. Oh, I'm not into wait. that. What do you mean, not you? You I don't praise, praise God. God? You, no, I was saying, you, you I don't wanna, praise God. Not wow. me. Meaning, I would not want to do that. Wow, Joe, that is cold. Yeah, I, I could be cold. I can be. Uh, I can be brown. I can be blue. <laughs> Sometimes TikTok gets stuck in my head. Okay, I can be Violet's guy. You know, I'm just saying. Right? Yeah, it's the thing now. It's like uh, when Catherine will come home, and like I'll be in the kitchen, and Maddie will be in the kitchen, and then Catherine will come home from work, and she'll be in the kitchen, and it's like one of the first things is like, oh, wait a minute, did I share? all of the TikToks I wanted to share with the girls today. Was, uh, <laughs> oh, here's one. Check it out. Hey, come on. Gather around dad. Yeah, here we go. Are you yeah. going to tell us about Jesus? No. No, no. Uh, <laughs> look at this dog. <laughs> he faints and, and falls off the bed. It's great. <laughs> well, check out this. Check out this bear trying to steal the dog and this lady fighting off the bear. <laughs> it is a limitless source of, uh, of entertainment for me. Yeah, I find it quite entertaining as well. All right. Oh, David Cook just sent me. Uh, <laughs> he just sent me. Uh, uh, so David Cook is a member of our church, and he sent me a, a a band, a metal band called Firewind, because oh, because of your I have my reference heavy metal because because when the Holy Spirit fell in X two, it was all wind and fire, and I'm like, that is metal. That is heavy metal <laughs> lyrical content. All right. So I Jimmy, love our members. We have good. We have good people. And here's here's the part I love though, right? Is here we are gonna you know discuss mm -hmm. how do you how do you like go with your family with your friends kind of going over the sermon right yeah uh, a lot of parents do that a lot of parents like especially if their kids are part of the service um, go through the practice of of what you guys you know what, here's here's what the pastor talked about what you learn what stuck out to you yeah um, I love it when families do that like I've always been the preacher so it's a little different uh, for us but I love hearing stories when people not just our at our church but other churches but they go we had a great conversation today at lunch yeah and we went over the sermon that's typically what yeah for our lunchtime is definitely uh, for them now you know they're in Sunday school mm -hmm. going through journey kids you know here what would you guys go over let's see your sheet hear those questions there's discussion guide questions on there and let's let's talk about it yeah because um, 
you know, we one of the things we do at Redeemer is we have our our small groups. Um, they basically discuss the sermon um, on the, the night that they gather, right? Our small groups discuss the sermon. And so each week, one of our small group leaders goes through a rotation. We'll put together the questions. Yep. Uh, Pastor Brian edits them and yep. makes them look nice. And then everybody gets a PDF and then they're good to go. So they can use these as the basis for study and conversation and application mm -hmm. at their gatherings. Um, and they, of course, if they want to do something else, if they want to do a book study, they have freedom to look into that. Yeah. yeah they have the freedom them. to submit a request. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> and if they're like, hey, we really want to do, um, you know, this book by Oprah. Uh, mm. And they'll be like, no. Nah. No, nah, it's not going to happen. Mm. Mm. That's a no. That's a big one. But um, so the, recently we gathered together and uh, Jimmy hosts uh, a community group leader fellowship where we talk about what's going on in our groups and yeah. all that. Yeah. CG and leaders meeting. There you go. I'm, I'm not calling it fellowship, fellowship no anymore. Okay. Because, yeah, it was used to be called that. Yeah, so I'm not calling it that. CG leaders qu quarterly meeting. Cohort. Ooh, actually, that's better. Community group leader cohort. C CG, CG Coho. CG. Okay. Um, and what we did is that we just kind of walked again, like in a formal sense, like here are some principles and practices for developing these questions. Um, because sometimes it can feel like a lot of work. Like, how do I, I have to come up with discussion questions for the sermon. Yeah. Um, it, like, well, I mean, I think sometimes people feel, they unnecessarily feel pressure, mm -hmm. right? Because, and, and I mean that like, I take it very serious and yeah. others take it very serious. Like, Hey, this is not just for me and my group. This is for others to use. Yeah. To, it's for their benefit. And so I want to put some time yeah. and thought and energy. I'm not just going to throw something together and, and whip it out there. And, um, yeah, I, I love that. And so, yeah, I, I think, you know, you can, uh, you can kind of overthink it. And what mm -hmm. we wanted to do at this meeting was simplify it, make sure everybody and our guys do a good job. Great we job. Want to want to simplify the way you're thinking about it and give you some ways to do this. And we thought this would be good to share with you guys, because a lot of you do this anyways, you want to discuss the sermon with your friends or your family. So, or maybe you have your own small group and you know, you're gonna, you want to use your pastor's stuff, but you don't know how to come up with questions. Here now, Joe, mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you this. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. No, I know what you're going to ask. Go ahead. If you have time, do you think you can link, you can upload this and link it to the show notes oh, yeah. so that people could have that? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can totally do that. If you have time, if you yeah. remember. No, I can totally do I'm it. I'm not holding you to yeah. it. Doesn't mean that I will do it. I, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you, you know, if you, if you think of it. I need, I need to, I need to, I need to, <laughs> I, I need to take notes while we're doing this. Mm. Because like I type up the show notes, yep. So it's not hard for me to. I just forget. Yeah. So I need a, some kind of reminder. Yeah. Hey, could you remind no. me? No. Okay. If only there was an app on your phone. Mm. But I won't look at my app when I'm doing the questions. If only when you told it, you would say, "Well, hold on. It depends on when you do it. You do it at different times." Yeah. 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 We'll figure it out. But yeah, I will listen. Um, I just need you to figure it out. This is a banter of truth. It'll be in the show notes. I, I, It'll, it yeah. will be in the show notes. Oh, oh. It'll be in the show notes. Okay. I, I'm not holding you to that. Because this is, I'll do this no later than one day from now. Uh -huh. it, it'll go in. It'll okay. Go. Okay. I'm just, you know, that'd be great. I think it'd be I a- guarantee I guarantee it. Joey? I guarantee I'm it. Not, I'm not holding you to any Everybody of that. gets all access for free forever. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I don't do it. Dude's right. going to be calling. No, 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 no. <laughs> I can, are you saying I can't not make those kind of unilateral cannot, financial decisions? You cannot no. make, any, especially when it's... <laughs> when it's predicated on my... On you actually following lack through. Lack of follow through? <laughs> well, no, your, your follow through is good. 
in this regard, you know, you, yeah, you know, you know I, I fall through is what I do. You don't I, follow through. I do lots of fall throughs, lots of falling through, <laughs> falling through cracks, not a lot of follow through. Yes, I get confused. All right, so let's say this. Uh, we'll talk about principles and some basic practices, and then we're going to do is we'll talk about the kind of questions mm-hmm. you should be trying to develop. So first, in terms of principles and practice, um, just start during the sermon. And most of you are going to do this anyways, if you're thinking about discussing it with your family, Mm -hmm. but take notes during the sermon and try to come up with these questions there. Don't wait till it's over because it's easy to forget things. Yeah. You'll have some really good thoughts in the moment that will go away. So make sure you've got your pen, pencil, paper, or your laptop or your phone, something that you can get this stuff down in in the moment of of taking it all in, if that works for you, there might be cases where it's better for you afterwards. But most people, I think, for most people, I think yeah. so. And so, uh, if you if you're looking for any suggestions on material uh, things that we use, you can just go ahead and uh, search through our catalog. All you gotta do is go to the search bar at the top of our website, and you can pick journaling, uh, mm-hmm. or even we've got episodes on uh, taking sermon notes, and mm-hmm. there you can kind of see. Uh, obviously it's Amazon affiliate links, but you can see some of the journals and pencils and pens that we personally use, um, look for, at, for ours. Look, I love, look, using at how ni- my, look at how nice it's looking now. It's, it's looking getting all beat up. Yeah. My leather. It's getting all worn and yeah, I like that. Yeah. You want to yeah. What's yours? We're talking about our journal covers. Talking about our journal covers. <laughs> yeah. That's like, <laughs> yours feels cheap and plastic. What? Yeah. What is that all about? <laughs> That's, this cost that, like twenty five cents. First of all, that, so, that's called real leather. <laughs> what are you talking? Yeah, I got, I got. Yeah, mine's mine's technically called real leather TM. That's what it. That's that's what it. It's it's, it's, it's real leather. It's, it's it's made in USA China. <laughs> it's 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 not honey. It's honey sauce. It's not yeah, chocolate so milk. It's see, chocolate yeah, drink. How nice that is. I love this. Yeah, this Horween, by the way. I got Ooh. yeah. I got good leather. That's good leather. Yeah, that's I'm gonna do it. All right. So yes, get, I would the, say, get those resources, get the notes, start the notes. doing it. Uh, and if you're taking notes during the sermon, you know, start developing questions as you listen to the sermon. And so it's not necessarily like, you know, uh, for me, I like to write, if I hear something that Joe says, I write questions, uh, not necessarily because I know the answer, but because I want to explore it more. That's good. Right. Yeah. And so when I'm writing those questions personally, it's because it's something that I, that like stuck out to me that as Joe said something, maybe there was something that was unclear to me, or maybe there was a thought of like, how does that connect to this? Mm-hmm. And then I write that down because I can't stay there in the moment. I, yeah, yeah. I want to, I want to, I'm trying to, tra- you know, I'm, I'm sticking and tracking with you, but those questions then are for me to go back later. And I do this regularly to go back later uh, and, and do more in-depth study on my own. And I use that actually to prepare when I'm leading our CGs yeah, yeah. Or, or our family. It's interesting because if you look up like how to develop good Bible study questions, there's a bunch of articles out there yeah. that you can read. And then there's a lot of good stuff, but frequently I hear this in there. Like, don't ever ask a question that you don't know the answer to. And I would say, well, first of all, very rarely do I like a rule that must always be enforced. Mm-hmm, Cause that's mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. there's usually exceptions to, to, to rules. So good principle uh, in general. Sure. But sometimes I would say it this way. Don't ask any questions you aren't willing to answer. That's a better way to say it. If you're not willing to answer this question, then you shouldn't be asking it of other people. Hmm. doesn't mean you have the answer. Cause sometimes, sometimes 
it's good to ask a question that is just big and we don't have a lot of information because you want people to go down a, a certain path of discovery and yep. who knows where it's going to yep. go. And like that, what you're saying there, it might be that. It might lead to deep study for you or it just might be like, wow, this is something to explore that didn't get addressed, but it might help us to draw some lines of application that we haven't considered so far. Yeah. So like, uh, I'm not going to give the one I wrote down for today. Never mind. I'll tell you after. Okay. Well, you don't want to, what, yeah. what would not share it? Oh, you well, want people to steal your idea? No, it's not that. Oh. It's more like, if it's a stupid question, I don't want people to hear it. Because sometimes let's it's a stupid assess, Let's assess. Well, we'll no, we'll because as soon as I... I just shared that I compared the, 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 the Holy Spirit that was descending a, that was and a, like heavy metal. Okay. So a thought popped in my head as you were preaching uh, where you know, you're going through in Acts 2, right? Pentecost, right? And uh, tongues, uh, these languages that people were hearing the gospel proclaimed in, in their own native tongue, right? Well, I just wrote a note. How or how does uh, or if uh, does this connect to the Tower of Babel? I mentioned Tower of Babel in the first sermon. Did you really? Mm -hmm. Not second. I know because I don't have it. It's not my notes. It was just it just popped into my head. So what I said was in the first. Ooh. So that, no, that, that's good. I said, yeah, this is this is the opposite of the Tower of Babel. Tower <gasps> that's of, exactly yeah, okay. Tower of Babel was a confusion of languages. Yes. So everybody's scattered. But here, God is pulling all of those languages together in one place so that people hear the gospel. Yeah, that's what I said. Well, that would have been fantastic <laughs> for a second. But just so you know, <laughs> my note was, how does this connect? Yeah. Does it connect Listen, to the Tower of Babel? I knew when I preached the first sermon and I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> for me, that's pretty good. It's probably a B minus, C plus. I knew like second service is going to be a D. It's just not going to. You know, so anyways, for, for you guys, that's the... That's like my process is as I'm hearing it, I'm yeah. asking questions and, and then writing it down. Using your biblical mind while you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Or, and but then even like application mind, right? Yeah. Like yeah. What? Yeah. What? How does this work out in the everyday? How does this work out, mm -hmm. in, you know, in well, Christian living? We're going to get to some of those actual questions in oh, a little, gotcha. in yeah, a little yeah. bit. Okay. Um, so uh, one of the things you want to do uh, is try to give a summary. If, if you are not able to say, this is what that message was about then either you weren't listening very well or the preacher did not communicate very well. Uh, you should know what a sermon is fundamentally about. Yes. Um, and if, you know, sometimes you just zone out and you just, you're not getting it, but hopefully you've gotten something from the sermon. But yeah, try to, like, it, we always are very clear in saying, this is the main point I want you to take away today. Everything's going to support this main point. Um, but go ahead and do that. I would say one of the things you don't want to do is basically just have your family or your friends just repeat everything that was said. Yeah. In the You're not going to just review the, like yeah. the content. He said this what, and he said this. Yeah. He, what? So pastor Joe had two main headings today. Mm -hmm. What were they? Yeah. Right. Okay. It's like, uh, it's, it's fine, but it's not, but it's not going to move the conversation. No, and this is not a test. Yeah, right. It's like you're not, I'm not quizzing you yeah. to see if you were paying attention. What, what, were my, what were my two? I had one main point, but I had, my outline was two halves. What were the two points? Oh man. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't even tell you. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold Let's on. Let's see if I can get it first. Oh goodness. This is bad pod. The Holy Spirit is given to all believers. All, all believers. And the Holy Spirit it, works in, in all, all believers. believers. There you go. <gasps> yeah. Okay. I knew it was something like that. <laughs> I barely, I could barely remember. Because uh, again, the main point is the main point. Uh, let's see. Uh, so I would say, as you're going through this, then, yeah. and as you're working through, and like I said, there's there's questions and stuff that you're you're sort of thinking through. These questions, then, like Joe said, shouldn't just be merely of re a review, but it should be helping you and others think through like the text itself. Mm -hmm. Think through theology. Think through. Yeah like application of the sermon. So it's got to be more 
um, more than just a review. It's got to be something that leads to uh, leads to, I guess, even just a, a heart and even a, a change in thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's and belief. It, it's supposed to be it should be like an exercise it's like a workout in a sense right yeah. like you know you're you're digging in you're thinking through you're it's it's not always going to be super simple you got to kind of have to and we had a good discussion at our small group uh this last week you know and just having people kind of walk through travel's yeah. message because he preached last and um and kind of working through like well what are some ways in which this actually it works itself out in your life. And then you get really specific. We should probably talk about actual kinds of questions to okay, ask, right? Because okay. basically we broke it down into uh, four kinds of, of questions, sort of like there's invitation, observation, application, and recollection. Mm. All right. That's the kind of how we put it together for the, for the, our community group leaders. And these are probably helpful categories for you to consider if you're putting together uh, an outline of questions to lead your family or your small group through based on a sermon that you've listened to. So, yeah, I mean, when we talk about invitation, it's the kind of that starter question mm -hmm. and it's more than favorite color. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Not well, like, what's your favorite uh, ice cream flavor, Joe? What's a good icebreaker? You, you know, you, 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 you're obviously a corporate guy corporate guy i don't see you are a corporate guy I know, but what do you mean like yeah. what's i gotta do with this well because at a lot of corporations where there are offices mm -hmm. uh when they get staff together they'll do icebreakers i don't do any of those no i know because i know your company <laughs> i don't do any of those uh i don't do i don't do icebreakers i don't do that whole motivational like have you done your best work today if you look back on today's work mm -hmm. can you leave with your head held high Right. Believing, I did. I, I was the best me I could be today. I don't do any of that. No, like I, I, I you know, for a while I sold Noritake China and Crystal, and um, and in training they would have us do these icebreakers where they, uh, you know, would do like um, you have to stand up and start clapping, and they would do this whole thing like get you all pumped mm. up. Uh, so I'm looking right now. Icebreakers like two truths and a lie. Uh, what are ten things we have in common? Uh, split your employees up into groups. And play who done it. Have each person write something down interesting that they've done on it. It's like, oh my gosh. No, that's not what we're talking about for uh, you know, starter questions. What do we what are we looking for with a starter question? Yeah, I mean, like I said, we're looking for something that uh really kind of draws out. So here, here's an example, right? Uh for one of our sermons, uh replacing Judas from Acts 1 15 to 26, a good starter question would be: Can you think of a time when being accepted or valued meant a lot to you? It's an open-ended question yep. that somebody can probably be like, oh, yeah, you know, oh, wow, wow, first day of high school. I remember it, you know, going, I, I don't, of course, because I was high. No, I wasn't. Um, <laughs> Joey. <laughs> but uh, like, people are like, oh, yeah, they remember the like, first day at work mm -hmm. or like, you know, you're transitioning somewhere. Uh, so, yeah, you want to draw people in. It shouldn't, in other words, don't make it some cheesy icebreaker, and but also don't make it like, all right, anybody remember what scripture passage was used? Mm -hmm, it's like, mm -hmm. okay, that's not moving the conversation. But you want to, an invitation question should move people into a conversation that's going to be carried throughout, right? So, I know I'm going out of order here, yeah. but I, I'm just going to share just for my group. Mm -hmm. We actually typically start with recollection. Yeah, yeah. That's a, Go ahead. Well, what do we mean by recollection? So recollection is uh, you want to ask kind of what stood out to them while they were listening. Yeah. So I always start um, when we, have, uh, we start our time of study is I'll ask questions. Hey, 
during the sermon today, anything that stuck out, anything that was like it piqued your interest, anything that maybe you're like, ah, I, I'd like a little bit more clarity on that. Uh, is there anything that was different that maybe you hadn't heard before? Mm-hmm. And that often is a great springboard for us jumping into conversation. Yeah. And sometimes we don't even go through questions. We just spend all mm-hmm. our time there exploring what really stuck out to people uh, throughout the sermon? Yeah, I, I have the same experience um, when I asked that question. I love like, wait, what hit you the most? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's not one of the main points. Yeah, and sometimes it is. Sometimes, but sometimes it's like, oh no, the past the pastor or the preacher was going right to this thing, and man, in fact, recently I, I had a family tell me like, man, my favorite part was uh, this, and it was simply a verse that I read almost in passing, but it, like, it was so meaningful to them. That one yeah. verse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Recollection. So yeah, we've got, uh, you know, uh, invitation and then recollection. Um, observation is, you know, you're asking basically questions that are going to force people to interact with the text or the mm-hmm. message, uh, in, in like a hands-on kind of a way. So you don't want to be like, you know, all right. So how many disciples needed to be replaced? Uh, <laughs> After Judas died or, you know, killed himself. Uh, one, good. So it's not like a simple, like fill in the blank. Mm-hmm, You're not looking mm-hmm. for multiple choice. Um, you want to do what I call a little bit of, make them do a little bit of exegetical math. Make them like look at the passage, and interact with all the things that are happening so that they can begin to to draw out uh, some specific um, some specific principles. I'll, I'll, here's another example. Um, and since we're talking about, uh, you know, in Acts so much right now at our church, uh, on Acts 1, 12 through 14, I preached uh, prayer, patience, and unity. Uh, an observation question could be something like, how did the disciples' time in the upper room help them as a community of faith? Mm. Now, if I were to just say, what were the disciples doing in the upper room? They would say, well, they were praying. Great. Now let's go to the next question. But when you ask it like this, how did the disciples' time in the upper room help them as a community of faith? Because that's something that I've addressed in the message, and they can start to use the the knowledge that they have of the word, the rest of the book of Acts that many of them are familiar with, and start putting it all together. Yeah, it 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 set them uh, to have this posture of dependence Mm -hmm. upon the Lord uh, for the work that was set before them. Yeah, it was like uh, you know, it, it it gave them. It, it strengthened the, the the concept of the communion of the saints, right? Like we are together. We are a family. And look at how they are all together, men and women, yep. young and old, yep. everybody together. Um, so that's so much more than what, why what, were they in the what, upper room what, together? What were they? Why were they there? They were waiting for the spirit. What were they doing? Praying. Cool. Next question. Next question. <laughs> So just, again, these are, these are just kind of guiding principles that'll help you in developing questions that you want. And really, if you're just talking with your family, you only need a couple of questions. Exactly. You don't need 10 questions. Our, our discussion guides frequently have four questions, five questions. Yeah. Uh, sometimes there's more. Um, sometimes like, you know, one of our deacons might do one and it might have like three pages and Brian <laughs> has to edit it down to one page, but, uh, but that's all good. That's all good. Um, what about application? Ooh, see, I love application questions because they move it, like they move from text and theology into experience, mm-hmm. right? Excelsior. Excelsior. <laughs> like they should be open enough to allow for a wide yeah. range of answers, mm-hmm. but they should be, you want like, you want specifics, right? You want specific answers, You right? want specific yeah. answers. So uh, again, we've been in Acts. So, you know, talk about the mission and the power of the church. A good application could be, uh, let's come up with five different ways in which a Christian can witness. It's like super open-ended. Yeah. And you know, like, you you can come up with five. Yeah. You can could, you could make whatever number you want. And if you don't get all 10, that's fine. But I like the idea of sometimes saying, like, hey, let's come up with five. 
And somebody might say like, okay, door-to-door evangelism. Great. What, what's another one? Yep. You know, yep. like four more, make, make them work it out. And that's, and, and that, what I like is that any, any question, the, the simplest of questions can oftentimes lead to deep discussions as people are connecting, connecting the dots and mm. paying attention. Um, and sometimes, you know, your, your application questions are going to be really grounded in theology, right? Especially if you're at a church that's more theologically oriented and they'll be talking about, you know, doctrines like, uh, you know, uh, the incarnation or the hypostatic union or the doctrine of election or the doctrine of regeneration. And so uh, if they are, hopefully the sermon is showing you how those doctrines are useful yeah. and applicable, but uh, you want to draw that stuff out as well. And so like, you know, if we're talking about the doctrine of regeneration at some point in the sermon and you want to explore that, maybe one way you could go about it is by asking like, okay, so we saw that the doctrine of regeneration teaches that it's the Holy Spirit that causes a person to be born again, uh, in which they respond to the gospel with faith and repentance, right? So it's God's sovereign work and a person that makes them new. So how does that doctrine of regeneration actually encourage you to do evangelism? So now they're, they, they can take this in a bunch of different ways, mm-hmm. and it might be for some of them like the first time they go, oh, wait a minute, that would encourage me to do evangelism. I yeah. haven't really thought about yeah. it that way. So, you know, you got invitation questions, observation questions, application questions, and the, the Jimmy's favorite, the recollection. What do you recall that really stuck with you? And I, I'll tell you what, Tra- Travel preached while we were gone in Texas. Mm-hmm. I've had people come up to me like, man, Travel said this. And then, oh man, this part of the sermon. And they're all telling me different things, but they all heard the same sermon. And uh, it's really just, I don't even have to ask. They're just recalling, they're just mm-hmm. sharing like mm-hmm. how awesome it was. And you know what they do? They were like, it was so great. Not, not, not that we want to replace you or anything. Don't, I don't, don't, don't. I'm like, you don't have to apologize. I know he's a better preacher than me. It's fine. I don't care. Just saying. Like, you know, like they're all very like, oh, no, no, I'm not saying you're not good. I'm like, it's fine. I had it's someone fine. today go, they walked in and they go, are you preaching today? And in my mind, I was like, and it wasn't like, so I, I gave that a better read than they actually said it. Mm. It wasn't like, oh, are you preaching today? It was like, you preach it today? <laughs> and it felt like I, I wanted to respond, are you about to walk back out? Like, <laughs> is today a skip day for you? We, uh, we have had uh, a person or two walk out in yeah. this past. Yeah. They're not with us anymore. No. Bye-bye. I mean, yeah. That's not healthy. Well, I think for this one, someone uh, was visiting the church and I was doing the Jonah series yeah. while you're away. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah. They, someone sitting in the back, and I'm like, "Yeah, uh, I'm not Joe Thorne. Joe's on sabbatical. Uh, you got me for the next four weeks, and we're gonna go through Jonah." Woo! Uh, and I start preaching, and uh, the person gets up, walks away, and as I'm preaching, I'm thinking, I'm like clocking it. I'm like, he hasn't come back yet. Maybe he went to the bathroom. He still isn't back yet. Not back yet. And then halfway through the sermon, I start chuckling to myself. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, he gone. <laughs> But we would love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Diva or on Facebook slash Doctor and Devotion. You can head to the website, DrFoster.com. They can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast of the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. We got that first part every Monday and Thursday. We got blog posts and video content over at the website. And we want to thank you, our all-access subscriber. This is your banter tooth for Tuesdays. You got your weekday wisdom Monday through Friday. Thank you. Later. Later.